0: the patriots left today five days early for miami they left new england they, they went down to miami and right off the bat Puma. before we get to the analysis have you ever seen anything like this i've never seen anything like this where besides the Super bowl or like west coast trips where you want to stay out there i've never seen a two-hour flight demand five days on the ground like i'm this screams desperation to me like no other what were what your thoughts when you saw that five old days what is that
1: I thought the same thing because, uh, you know, like you said, I, I've seen this in, with Super Bowl stuff. I've seen this with, you know, like a, a good example is, you know, the 49ers when they come to the East Coast, mm-hmm. they'll hang out in, in Greenbrier, West Virginia. Like, okay, that makes yeah. sense yeah, because you're on the East Coast, Coast swing. Like,
0: what next so this do You It's Next you need five days to go down to fly, to go down and play yep. the Jets. Like, they're two hours, they're like an hour and a half away via, via flight. Like, what are we doing here?
1: Yep. So I mean yeah, it's all under the guys. All right, we gotta get acclimated for the weather. It's hot down in Florida. Well, you know, it probably also doesn't help if you're like nine and nineteen or nine or whatever against the Dolphins when you open up the season against them. But no, I mean the whole offseason though, Jay. I mean, it's been bizarre world, you know, mm-hmm. th- th- and that's just putting it charitably. So like this isn't really beyond like the pale of what we've seen all off season with mm-hmm. the New England Patriots. I think it's probably, like, the more tamer of things of, oh, okay, they're really going down five days for a two-hour flight down to South Beach. All right. On the bingo card, that's probably something I didn't have, but it makes, like, you know, the most sense out of all the nonsense that's gone on in Foxborough.
0: Well, I've already heard the, uh, oh, chestnut checkers. He's getting a oh. leg up. Oh, my God, I want to shoot myself. But it's it's just, I there's... A lot has happened this offseason, like you said, Puma, with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge coming back to be on the offensive side. Um, You've obviously got, you know, the whole Mac Jones thing. There might be some buy-in questions in the locker room. Uh, There's a whole other firestorm with Trent Brown and Isaiah Wynn that people don't even know about. Yeah, that seems to be percolating. There's a lot happening with this New England team. And if we put all that BS aside for a second and just focus on the game, I do have key questions about which offense is going to come out Against the, against, the, against the Dolphins, right? Because the offense they try to implement in, in the preseason so far, the new stretch run zone offense, has been a train wreck. I mean, every single person that's, that's you know, covering the team has said that that whole, like, endeavor to install that offense is basically some of the most worst football they've seen. Greg Berdard who's like the biggest Belichick, you know, Bobo there is out there, even he's like, this might be the worst. This might be the worst practice I've seen an NFL team have. And then three weeks later, no, I take that back. This is the worst offense uh, I've seen in a practice in my NFL history covering. So there's a lot of questions. And as much as much of a problem I have with Bill Belichick, I don't think he's a complete like nincompoop. I do not have respect for him like most people do. So it doesn't it doesn't make sense that he's gonna take three weeks worth of preseason tape and be like, yep. All that's working, let's vote that week one. I, it doesn't make sense, right, Puma? Like, I'm just trying to think logically here where they're going to probably revert back to that offense they had last year. I mean, that offense last year, yes, it wasn't the greatest, but it definitely was serviceable enough to get you to 10 wins and, you know, make yourself look useful in the NFL, right? So my whole thing is, and this is why I'm leaning towards the Patriots winning this game, is if you do come out with that old school offense from last year. If we do consensusly believe that Bill Belichick is better than uh, is Mike McDaniels, better than Mike McDaniel's in his first game coaching, and for the most part the, the general consensus is that Mac Jones is better than Tua Tagovailoa, and I don't believe that, but a lot of people do. You have a lot going for you. So with all that being said, like I, I should expect the Patriots to win this game, right? Like I I would feel confident if this is any other year, the Patriots going out and winning against the Dolphins. But at the moment, I'm barely leaning there just because I hope Belichick is smart enough to go through the old offense when he comes back out.
1: Look at Jay talking himself into but, the Pats. But, but it's like pat logic sweater.
0: though, right? I mean, there's, there's no way Puma, he's dumb enough to come out and run that but, offense,
1: right? But Jay, has anything this offseason been done under the flag of logical thought? Like Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, who have never called plays in their entire life. Are calling offensive plays, and just to go back to Greg Bedard for people that don't know, like Greg Bedard also covered like the Green Bay Packers and the Miami Dolphins, and he was down in South Beach during like the Cam Cameron year when when he took over uh, for for the Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins as a head coach, and and to say like the football up here is worse than the Cam Cameron season,
0: Ooh, that's pretty bad. That is saying that's something.
1: Pretty bad. And, and, and it's like, you know, you know, full disclosure, guys, like I haven't seen a whole lot of Pats pregame because of where I live in Connecticut. It's not in like the, the region of, of games that they're going to cover. So, like, like, Jay, like I know it's been like a train wreck at practice. Like, have they even really tried to implement this or like every time come pre- like preseason game, they're just going with the old offense and they're just trying to implement the, the new offense in. In in training camp, because if that's the case, I I find it really hard to believe that they're going to roll out this new offense unless unless like, God forbid, like they're up 30 to 10 against the Dolphins in the fourth quarter. And now they want to all of a sudden try the zone running attack or the zone zone-running offense. Like, I I just don't... Like, talk to me. Has has this happened in in preseason games? Well, week one and
0: week two of preseason, they played the Giants and the Panthers, and they ran the old offense. And they would sprinkle in plays, one or two plays per series here with the new offense, right? The new run-zone offense. And it would be a train wreck, so they'd go away from it. But week three when they played the raiders they went full on like the new offense and it was just a train wreck it was so bad that the game plan going in was mac jones and the offense were going to play one series get some good feels and get off the field they were in there until the middle of the second quarter because eventually after four series of trash they went back to some of the old stuff to try to get them feeling good and then pull them off the field like it was it was an absolute train wreck and the worst part about it is the defense they were playing against was the second teamers, of the Raiders. That was the worst part. The, the part that hurts the most is the fact that they're going up against backups and they still couldn't move the freaking ball, bro.
1: Yeah, this is fine. This uh-huh. is fine. So, I mean, I, again, unless New England is up like 30 to 10 in the fourth quarter with like five minutes to go. Like, I I, I don't – I think they're going – Jay, I think they're going to have to do the old offense, which then gets to the point of, to the coaching staff, then what the hell were yeah. you doing in training camp mm-hmm. wasting everybody's time? How like, far behind are you, right? Yeah, this was an issue that didn't have to be an issue. And with all that being said, and I, I know, like, New England and everybody's like, oh, the, the – build, you know, just do your job and stuff, tune up the outside noise – I, I just don't see how the lights are going to come on week one and all of a sudden Trent Brown, Isaiah Wynn are going to be happy campers. And Mac Jones is not going to be passive aggressive in press conferences and it's not having a meltdown on the sideline. I, I, I just don't I don't see how this is going to work. Uh, you know, hope I think they're just going to lean on the run game a lot, um, you know. I, Nobody, pass catcher-wise, really doesn't, as a Dolphins fan, doesn't really scare me a whole lot. Like, we didn't see anything out of Jonu Smith last year. Hunter Henry was, like, the one bright spot in the free agency acquisitions. Like, maybe he'll pick up where he left off. But nothing in this offense inspires confidence. And then on the defensive side of the football for the Pats, I know Jalen Mills, it sounds like, has taken a step forward in training camp. But do you really want him on... (laughs) Do you really want him on Tyreek Hill?
0: He took a step forward because he was playing the Giants and the Panthers wide receivers. He got ragdolled by Devontae Adams. He got ragdolled by Devontae Adams for three straight days, from what I understand.
1: So do you do you want that guy on you know Tyreek Hill or, or Jalen Waddle? And, I mean, Jay, you, you tell me. who Out of that secondary... Yeah. Who do you think is going to take on Tyreek Hill? What? And who's going to take on Jalen Waddle? Or are they just going to take to try their best to take Tyreek Hill out of the game mm-hmm. and make Tua yep. beat them with Gasecki yep. and Waddle and, and Cedric Wilson? Spot on.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, you have to look back at what uh, Bill Belichick has done against uh, Tyreek, against uh, of the Chiefs. And it was always, all right, well, we've got to do whatever we can to go ahead and take away Tyreek. Even when he had Stefan Gilmore, it still wasn't. You couldn't match him up one-on-one. So you had to always bracket him or roll the coverage or whatever you got to do to somehow double-team him and take him away is probably what they're going to do. And they're going to roll with the punches. They're going to be like, all right, beat us with Gasicki, your running backs, and Jalen Waddle. So if you're a fantasy player and you got Jalen Waddle, I would definitely look to start him this week because Tyreek's probably going to be get taken, uh, get taken out of the game. Um, by, by Belichick, and then it's going to be a, a, a whole uh, Jalen Waddle affair. But I want to get one quick point. I want to move on to the, the Dolphins side of this thing, and I want to get you in on the Dolphins. But the thing I want to talk about Puma that, like, really frustrates me is I, I don't recognize this team. Uh, I, the Patriots that we knew for 20 years were, were these very, like, stout, do-your-job, like, you know, get, get wins no matter what. At the end of the day, your personal feelings don't matter. It's a team and winning. Now you've got stuff coming out in New England about how there's no buy-in with the team, how Trent Brown is unhappy because at signing day, they told him he's going to play right tackle, but he's, he's playing left tackle now, so he wants more money. Isaiah 1 is going to get traded. Mac Jones doesn't have some sort of buy-in. He had to be talked to. Kendrick Bourne is in the doghouse because he might be be a negative effect on Mac Jones. On top of all that, Greg Bernard he said on the radio, they're... There were plays where it looked like Trent Brown and Isaiah one of the offensive line offensive line let players through just because they didn't want to block. Just because they they were felt they felt like they were sticking it to the coaching staff. Like, what the hell is that? Like all this stuff from the Patriot allure that we known for 20 years has been thrown out the window. And now we're doing like cliche things to try to win a game by going down to Miami five days early. It's just it's something that I don't understand how we got here. Um, I I still Cannot fathom that one person living in Brady has led to such a big alteration of philosophy in the Patriot organization, but it seems right now that Belichick's got a long way to climb this uh, this, this year, man.
1: Oh, uh, you can't say that, Jay. Because then you're you're you know you're spoiled. But um, yeah, no, uh, you gotta you know all faith in Bill. Uh, I, I don't know, Jay. I mean, this is uh, this is gonna be like a discussion for like uh-huh. another podcast uh-huh. episode. But like if they fall flat on their face, not like just like not just on Sunday, but like let's say like week two, week three, you know, we're week six and they're barely treading water at 500. Then it's going to be interesting to see what the reports are coming out of Foxborough, because, Mm -hmm. you know, now it's always like Tom galvanizing the team and being like, oh, well, look what this press press, you know, press person is saying about us. You know, we're going to go on an FU revenge tour type of deal. I don't see that happening in the locker room.